Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a Pen and a Napkin Podcast, a weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 63, and this is going to be part one of a three-part series on the mental game and getting your players to, you know, tips to work on the mental game with your players and and what needs to be done to help improve the the mental side of the game for your players. So often we get locked into, uh, you know, we've got to develop the jump shot. We've got to develop the uh, better screening and rebounding. And, and obviously, tremendously, tremendously important. I, by no means, obviously, uh, over how many, well over 150 podcasts now. That part of the game is so doggone important. However, the, the mental game becomes more and more prevalent, and we do more and more research to try and figure out how to gain an edge as individuals and then as a team, and, and not only for the players, but coaches. Have you thought about your mental game and, and, and how you're going to come into and how you're mentally going to prepare yourself for practice, how you're mentally going to prepare yourself for competitions, how you're mentally going to prepare yourself for film study, so forth and so on. So today is going to be kind of an overall thought day, uh, overall thoughts on, on the mental game. And then Foundation Friday number 64, we're going to talk about tips for practices and competitions. And then on, on number 65, we're going to talk about uh, mental energy and, and processing negative energy and how to, to, to get that negative energy away from you, all right? So uh, and before, I, before I start, I actually, it's kind of ironic, I, I, I saw a, a uh, Twitter post and I forwarded it on the Twitter handle, um, from a coach, Craig Dottie, down in Emporia State, and, and I was getting ready to do this anyway. Uh, but uh, you become what you feed your mind was the title of the Twitter post. And oh my goodness gracious sakes alive, as Coach Wooden would say, that is it. You become what you feed your mind, just like you become what you feed your body. If, if you're taking care of your body and you're putting in the right things by and large, your body's going to feel a lot better than if you're drinking a half a dozen sodas a day or or you're 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 drinking uh too much alcohol or you're 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 eating too many fatty foods and you're not you're not taking care of yourself you're not getting exercise so forth and so on you have to put in the right things in your mind in order for your mind to function the way that you want it to so overall thoughts here along with that uh the more prepared you feel the more confident you are the more confident you are the more consistent you are and if you're consistent, that's going to lead to the results that you seek. And, and that is the, the, the baseline and, and the preparation. What are you doing to prepare yourself for the competition? What are you doing to prepare yourself for practice? What are you doing all the way around here? And this is, again, the, this is players, this is coaches, this is assistant coaches, so forth and so on. You need to, as, as best as you can, choose your thoughts. Here is here is a, a, a daily affirmation, or a, not to go Stuart Smalley on you here. Uh, and if you laughed at that, that tells me that you're kind of old because I appreciate that joke. And if you appreciate it, that means you're old too. So you're not going to go Stuart Smalley too much, but you do need to to choose what you put into your head. You need to choose what you're going to let 
bother you, uh, whether it's a, a parent situation or administrative situation or a youth program situation, whatever it may be, those are the things that you need to choose in order to, uh, you need to choose what you bring in and to the best of your ability. And sometimes you, you can't, uh, you can't avoid it. There's going to be things that are going to happen that for a short time that slip in there, but you got to let it slip in there for a short time and then get rid of it. You also need to know what triggers your ups and downs. Uh, focus on the things that you can control. And if you know being around this person or this situation or this element or being on this social media site, then you know what? You got to stay away from it. You got you, you got to stay away from it. You can control those triggers uh, to a degree. You can't control every trigger, but there are a lot of triggers that you can control. I think it's important that you don't wait until a until a slump, uh, until things go bad to focus. You know how you stay out of the slump? You start focusing on the mental stuff before it even happens. You talk to your players about shooting and the mental part of shooting, and that's the thing we associate the most with slumps in basketball is shooting the basketball. And so you you talk about that with your players first and foremost before they even get into that slump to try and prevent the slump from happening, or you, that slump becomes uh, it's it's a two game slump instead of a five or six game slump. All right. So uh, next thing, stay within yourself. Stay within yourself. Know what you can control. Know what you can't control. Don't try to do anything that you're capable of not doing. Project confidence. You need to show that you're confident. What is your body language? I, I, I saw, uh, I read at one point, and, and it's in one of the many books that I've read on psychology and leadership, not to go too book nerd on you, but Within seven seconds, people are going to make a judgment about you based on your appearance, based on the way that you carry yourself. The average person is going to look at you, and within about seven seconds, they're going to categorize you based on their first meeting with them. So it is it is important that you carry yourself. And the first time, you know, you can't make, you don't have to get it, you know, the old expression, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. That is really, really true. And so you need to consistently bring your shoulders back. Uh, carry yourself with confidence and and not show that even if things are bothering you, you need to do your best to show that it's not bothering you, all right? When those negative thoughts came come in, and I kind of uh, referred to this a little bit ago, you need to take those negative thoughts and you need to flush them. You need to flush away those negative thoughts. There's going to be negative thoughts no matter what you do. The best at it. Uh, you know, allow those negative thoughts occasionally to creep into their brain and what you have to do, what you have to do with your players, what you have to do with yourself is you've got to take that negative thought and you've got to flush it away. Uh, I saw a, a coach, uh, and, and her name escapes me, but she was the UNMC women's basketball coach. And and they talked about how they set up, they, they purchased like a little uh, baby doll toilet and they set it on the uh, somewhere in their gym every day, and they put a they put uh, pieces of paper next to it and, a, and and some pins. And if a player had something that happened that day before practice, they would take it and they would write it on that piece of paper, and they would fold it up and they would put it in the toilet and symbolically flush that toilet and take that negativity and flush it before they even started practice. And, and that is a, a great concept, a great. Uh, thing to think about if you have the capability of doing that to to use that as a way to show your players that hey this needs to be flushed even before we come into the gym these things need to be flushed at the same time you're going to deal with adversity and a lot of times when you have adversity negative thoughts come in 
because things aren't going the way that you intend and the things that the way that that you want them to. Nothing is perfect for anybody, and I know I'm preaching to the choir on that point. But what we need to teach to our players is adversity is okay. It makes us better. And so when that adversity comes in, that's a challenge to your mental game that you're going to have to overcome that hurdle. So when that adversity, we don't want to uh, invite uh adversity. We're not seeking it out, but when it inevitably happens, whether it's for individual performance or team performance or or whatever the situation may be, we embrace it. We we look at this as a challenge and we do our best to mentally overcome this challenge as quickly as we can so that we can overcome that hump and be better because of it. When that moment comes around, when uh you need that time when that adversity hits. You should have prepared for this long before, and you know what you're going to do and how you're going to handle it. We're going some, through some things within our program, and we're trying to change some things. And we know that uh, there's going to be some things, that the, the, the changes that we, we feel like are good for the, the long-term health of our program. There's going to be some folks that are, gonna, that, that are not going to be as into it. You accept, expect that. You embrace that. And when that moment comes, when you're confronted by that, then you know what to expect. When you know that you're going to make a controversial decision, especially like with playing time, um, you know, the Tom Brady uh, for Drew Bledsoe type of moment, and you know you're going to have to make that change. You, you have to prepare yourself and mentally prepare yourself so when that, that change does come and you choose to make that decision, not only you know how to handle it for the players and to, to help it work with the players and make the, have the players work through it, but you work through it with probably the inevitable backlash of, of, of some parents and perhaps maybe some other teammates. And, and you prepare for that moment before it even happens. You know what you're going to say. You know what you're going to handle. You just don't come in and you wing it. You really think these things through because those, those are the uh, moments where you're really judged as a leader. Like we said, negative thinking is just junk food for the mind. It goes back to uh, Craig Dottie's quote uh, here at the top, you become what you feed your mind. So it's important. It is so important that you feed your mind with positive, positive thoughts, that you analyze your own mental game, and, and you try to come up with a plan. Now, like I said, next week for Foundation Friday number 64, we start talking about uh how to do that, some practical applications before, during, and after practices of competitions, and then Foundation Friday 65 is all going to be about uh, mental energy and processing negative energy and how to deal with that in, in your own individual situation. So coaches, don't forget, coaching clinic, Fort Calhoun, Nebraska, 15 minutes north of Omaha, Saturday, May the 1st. Uh, we need registrations in by April 29th so we can get our food order in and get that all taken care of. So we need to have food, uh, registrations in and, and done and taken care of so that we can get an accurate headcount, especially in this time of COVID when we need to individually prepare our meals and that type of thing. So if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas about this pod, about any pod, about the Coaches Clinic on May the 1st, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com or direct message me on Twitter. It's been Foundation Friday number 63, overall thoughts on the mental game. Hope you enjoyed it. Coaches, as always, let's stay safe, let's pray for peace, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.